Hello and welcome. This is Pastor Terry, and I'd like to welcome you to my Bible study podcast. This daily podcast is a place where we take the teachings of Scripture seriously, but ourselves, not so much. Join us as we dive into the sacred words of the Bible. Each time we read, we pray, we change the world. Welcome to Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. Hello and welcome to today's podcast. It is Thursday, December 2nd, 2021. So glad you guys are on. And I was just talking about how much of a train wreck yesterday was. I don't, if you're on the podcast, you really couldn't see it. But let me tell you something. It wasn't pretty. I mean, I was like, just kind of couldn't read the words, couldn't, I was like, couldn't find the passages. Like, I'm like, what if, what is going on? <laughs> so thank you guys for being patient. Uh, and coming back, giving it another shot. It's not always this terrible, really. Yeah. Um, and also, the other thing I did, I just wrote down the passages on a piece of paper. Said so I was trying to read. See, here's the thing. I've been using this devotional for years and years. What I did not factor into that equation, I, I factored into the fact, man, this devotional has been a great source of strength and, and uh, spiritual nourishment to my spirit over the years. I thought of that part. What I didn't think of was my eyes were 25 years younger. <laughs> my eyes was, were 25 years younger. And so now I'm like, you know, those the, 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 the font has shrunk over the years. And man, I was fighting my glasses yesterday. I mean, it was, you, you basically saw me in a wrestling match yesterday with myself. But today, today, today we cool, man. (laughs) Today we cool. (laughs) Uh, Great to have everybody on. Good morning, Dan. Good morning, Mom and Dad. Steven, good morning. Great to have you guys on. We, uh, You know what we do? We read, we pray, we change the world. So we generally, we read a chapter of Scripture, but we're going to mix it up a little bit this year, Uh, this first beginning of Advent. We usually read read a passage, uh, then we pray. Then we go out and apply what we've read, like change the world. Um, but since we're reading through a, a lectionary reading, which is a you know a grouping of readings, uh, we won't necessarily read through a chapter. It's equivalent to a chapter, but it's you know broken up into uh, three different readings. So yeah. Um, so today we're going to be reading Isaiah. Look, I wrote it down, guys. See, so I, I learned from my mistakes. I learned from my mistakes. <laughs> I'm not as young as I used to be, y'all. I know, I know, y'all knew it. I, I was, I'm in denial. But anyway, uh, so I wrote it down. I wrote it down. We're gonna be reading Isaiah two five through twenty two. We're gonna be reading First Thessalonians three one through thirteen, and then Luke twenty twenty seven through forty. See how much easier that was. I mean, that was so effortless. Yesterday, I'm like, we're with chapter two. Was it one? 14, 16, 20. What is that? Oh, I read the wrong verse. This was horrible. I apologize. That was embarrassing. <sighs> that was so embarrassing. But we better now. Good morning, DJ. Um, yeah. All right. Well, let's let's do it, man. Let's do this. 
Isaiah chapter 2. You know, we, we dive in and we see what God tells us. There's, there's no agenda here other than to hear from the Lord. So we don't, you know, we don't, there's no, no, this is, a, this is unscripted, sometimes unfiltered. So I apologize in advance for that. Uh, but, you, you know, we get to, sh we get to see a little bit of the window into my brain. Oh, also, also, I'm really excited, man. I get to preach this weekend. Now, you guys might not be excited because it's been nine weeks since I've preached, but I'm excited. I'm excited to see the people, see y'all. Many of you guys haven't seen in three months, two months. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. So, hey, and you guys in morning prayer, you'll know this because, uh, you know, I'm going to be preaching from Isaiah chapter one. The other day when I read Isaiah chapter one, I was like, yeah, I think this is what needs to be. That's what we need to be preaching on. So, yeah, we'll be doing that. So anyway, back to today's reading. Isaiah chapter 2, beginning at verse 5, 5 through 22. Here we go. Let's see what God has to say to us. We read 5 yesterday. We'll read it again. We'll start with 5. Come, descendants of Jacob, let us walk in the light of the Lord. You, Lord, have abandoned your people. Now, remember, this is Isaiah. 700 years before the birth of Jesus. And this is what Advent means. See, when we go into Advent, the season of Advent, Advent literally means waiting, a season of waiting. And so part of what we do, and some people just share a lot of verses on this. My goodness. You know, here, look, here's the thing. I, I'm, I'm on version Bible app. And so some, sometimes, every time someone shares a verse, it pops up on my, on my, on my phone. But, Every time they highlight it, I'm like, I got to fix that. Because some people, they highlight and underline a lot of verses. Now, I'm not against people underlining the word of God, but I'm just saying it pops up on my phone every time. I'm glad I'm glad the Lord's speaking to you. I really am. I'm glad you're spending time in God's work, but I don't need to know every time you highlight a verse. Mm. Just keep it between you and Jesus. <laughs> I love you anyway, even though you ain't highlighting. Just just because you highlighting verses doesn't mean Jesus loves you more. Now I I, mean, I encourage highlighting verses. Don't get me wrong, but I don't need to know it popping up on my on my on my phone every five seconds. Lord Jesus, see that's what I mean. Some of you say you're not a very good pastor. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm glad they I'm glad they're reading the Word of God. I'm glad to come getting closer to Jesus. I just don't need to know every time it happens. Spirit moves as it will. Don't need to notify Terry. <laughs> I'm going to fix that, guys. I'm going to fix that. All right. I digress. You see, that's what happens, man. Back to uh, Isaiah chapter 2, uh, verse 6. The season of waiting. <clears throat> you, Lord, have abandoned your people, the descendants of Jacob. That's how it felt. They are full of superstitions from the east. They practice divina divination like the Philistines and embrace pagan customs. Sound like the United States of America to me. <laughs> their land is full of silver and gold. Hmm. There is no end to their treasures. Their land is full of horses. There is no end to their chariots. Big military. Their land is full of idols. They bow down to the work of their hands, to what their fingers have made. They love the work of man more than the work of God. 
Come on, somebody. Anybody know what we're saying there? When you love the work of man, the work of human uh, ingenuity and creation more than you you honor the work of God. Mm. Man, man, it's a good reminder for our own hearts. Do I love uh, what human beings can create more than I love the work and the moving of God? I hope not, man. I hope we never get those two uh, in reverse so that we love the work of human beings more than we love the work of God. Mm, that's a good reminder to, for the affections of our heart. What What is the affection of my heart? Do I love more than anything the work of God, God's work, more than he, more than man's work? Mm-mm-mm-mm. Their land is full of idols. They bow down to the work of their hands, to what their fingers have made. What's, what are they talking about? Bow down to houses, to cars, to jewelry, to created man-made things, the, the, the emblems of success. They bow down to those things. Man, don't if you ever see your knees starting to bend, you're bowing down, you get back up. Get back up. Don't bow to that. Say, oh no, 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 no. We just got through the book of Daniel, right? Read through the book of Daniel. You don't bow. Don't bow. Only bow to the king of creation. Don't bow to created things. Only bow to the king of creation, which is the Lord God Almighty. See, I'm preaching already, people. Preaching already. It's amazing how much better you feel when you can see, when you can see the letters. Here we go. Um, verse 9. So people will be brought low and everyone humbled. Do not forgive them. Man, you know that's real right there. That's a prophet's heart right there. He's like, I, they, they done tick me off so much. God, don't forgive them. <laughs> that's honest. <laughs> now, how many, don't be, don't lie. You know, there's some people that hurt you. You know, there's some things you've gone through that they've done some things. Maybe they said some things. Maybe there's some people, uh, political people, whatever. People in your homeowners association, you said, Lord, I'm so mad at them. I don't like them. They done offended me. Don't forgive them, Lord. <laughs> don't lie. Don't lie. Jesus is watching you. That's what I love about the Bible, man. It ain't, it's not candy coated. Now, is God going to forgive them? Yeah, it's not up to Isaiah, but Isaiah just expressing his heart. He also says that the Bible says in one place where, you know, that his, the enemies, Crush their heads against the stone. Now that's not God saying do that. That that's the pro, that's the psalmist saying that. The psalmist is saying that's how I feel. I'm so angry. Man, another verse just popped up on my screen. Boy, I'm gonna lose my mind. Anyway, see, it's not God saying, "Hey, crush the enemies." It's the it's the the heart of the worshiper saying, "This is how I feel." Now God's gonna. God's going to work you, work you through those emotions and those feelings and those attitudes to uh, to a spiritual good place. But that's, that's, that's honest. So here, Isaiah's looking around at his country and he said, man, we're a hot mess. We turn our backs on God. We worship man-made things more than we worship God. We love the work of man more than we love the work of God. A lot of churches, come on, a lot of spiritual things, a lot of church work. You can start loving the work, the church work more than you love the work of God. And it's not just in the world. You can start loving church work more than you love the work of God. Man, that's one of the good things that's been about the, the, the sabbatical for me. I'll be honest with you. I mean, I might as well be honest. 
I mean, what's the alternative? I could lie to your face, but I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> but um, the thing about the sabbatical that's for me is is it's helped me rekindle a love for the work of God. The work of God, like what God's doing, you know, being able to visit other churches and visit with other pastors and see what God's doing in other places. Um, it, it has done two things. It has deepened my affection and my love for the church that I'm a part of and that I'm leading, but it also has grown my affection for the love of the work of God, what God's doing in so many places all over the world through so many people uh, in amazing ways. And what's cool about a sabbatical is you kind of are stepping out of it and you have nothing to do with it. <laughs> so it's like, so in case you want to, you know, you can be so busy doing church work. This is like a, a, a pastor confession here, but you can be so busy doing church work that you think the church work depends on you. That you think though, you can be, let me say it this way. You can be so busy in church work that you think the work of God depends on you. Now, the church work may depend on you, but the work of God, it does not depend finally on you. Ooh, ooh, man, that's a spitting ball, some strong truth right there. Right? Yeah, the work of God. Anyway, man, we never going to get through this. See, I felt so bad about yesterday. I was like, I got to bring my A game today, guys. This may not be an A game, but it's the best I got. <laughs> this is my Les Miles Les Miles was uh, two coaches ago. So it may not be the best, but I said my Les Miles. <laughs> anyway, anyway, where are we? Uh, so the prophet saying people are going to be brought low. Verse 10, go into the rocks, hide to the ground from the fear of the presence of the Lord and the splendor of his majesty. God going to bring it. God going to bring it. The eyes of the arrogant will be humbled and the human pride brought low. The Lord alone will be exalted in that day. Mm, They're going to only be one standing, people. If you're wondering, like, on the last day, like, who's going to get all the glory? Who's going to be standing to receive all the praise? Only one. The Lord God Almighty. That's the only one that's going to be standing to receive praise and honor. Every other, every other human is going to be uh, bowed low. Either by uh, voluntarily or... Um, by uh, by involuntary. <laughs> I was going to say by mandate, but that's a bad word right now. <laughs> I was almost, whoo, people, people. I almost said mandate, and then the people would have been logging off like crazy. <laughs> I almost said you're either you're either gonna you're either gonna bow to God by by be a voluntarily 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 are you going to be you're going to bow to god by mandate but i didn't say mandate because because i i know it sounded like i said it but i didn't say it i said involuntary see because if you say that word that's like a cuss word right now i don't like the word either i'll be honest with you i'll just keep it real with you i don't like the word either that's why i didn't say it i was like man mm, i don't like that word it gives, a, it gives me a bad taste in my mouth but anyway anyway we're just in Isaiah. We got two more words. We got two more passages to read. What in the world is happening here today? Um, the Lord Almighty has a day in store. Man, I like this verse. Listen to this. The Lord Almighty has a day in store for all the proud and lofty. And all the oaks of Bashan 
for all the towering mountains and all the high hills, for every lofty tower and every fortified wall, for every trading ship and every safety, stately vessel. The arrogance of a man will be brought low and the human and human pride will be humbled. The Lord alone will be exalted in that day. That's fire, people. That right there is absolute white hot flame fire. Boom. Mm -mm. Verse 18, and the idols will totally disappear. So don't worship stuff that's going to be burned up. You don't want to worship something that's going to be burned up. Don't worship the work of man's hands. Don't worship created things. People will flee to caves and rocks and the holes in the ground for the fearful presence of the Lord and the splendor of his majesty when he rises to shake the earth. Hmm. In that day, people will throw away their throw away to the moles and bats their idols and silvers and idols of gold, which they have made to worship. Ooh. Man, it's, it's a bad thing for the living God to show up when you're worshiping something else. Mm. You don't want to be caught worshiping something else when the Lord God Almighty shows up. That's what happened when Jesus came. We talk about Advent. When Jesus came, everybody got was caught worshiping all these things. They had their they were they were they were you know in bed with all these idols. Then the Lord God Almighty showed up, and it's like, oh, what you gonna do? What you gonna do now? You don't want to be caught worshiping created things when the Creator come on when the Creator shows up. Mm. You know it's good when you're amening yourself. Anyway, verse 21, where are we at? Verse 22, stop trusting in mere humans who have put a breath in their nostrils. Why hold them in esteem? Stop worshiping people. Yeah. All right, let's move on. First Thessalonians chapter three. Look at me. Look at me just being able to read them numbers. I can read those numbers like no problem because I, I wrote them down. They're not in those that little bitty font anymore. I can read it. First Thessalonians chapter 3. See how easy that was? 1 through 13. Here we go. So when we, this is Paul writing. You got to switch gears a little bit. You know, when you jump, you got to kind of get in gear. Like, hey, this is Old Testament, New Testament, uh, this epistle. Okay, right into the early church. So when we could stand it no longer, we thought it best to, uh, to be left by ourselves in Athens. We sent Timothy, who is our brother and co-worker in God's service and spreading the gospel of Christ. Let me ask you something today. Uh, are you are you on your way to work? You say, well, I'm retired or like, uh, yeah, I'm on my way to work. OK, let me ask you this question. Uh, you got two jobs. You got the job that pays the bills, but you're also a co-worker for Christ. Are you going to work? Ooh. See, I'm retired. I ain't got no work. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. I'm off today. I ain't got no work. Yes, you do. You got to you got the work that pays the bills, but you got the work for the kingdom of God. You're a co-worker. How are you spreading the good news of Jesus today? I'm a stay-at-home mom. I don't you know, I don't work outside the home. Oh yes, you do. You work inside the home and you work outside the home. You're a co-worker with Christ. Are you going to work? You got your lunch pail. It's time to go to work. Time to go to work. <laughs> um. 
So Timothy is a co-worker in God's service of spreading the gospel of Christ to strengthen and encourage you in your faith so that no one would be unsettled by these trials. The Thessalonians were going through a lot of trials, a lot of adversity and persecution. For you know quite well that you were destined for them. You're destined for trials. You know what? You may be coming out of a trial. Guess what? You got another one coming. It may not be tomorrow. Hopefully it's not. It may not be next week, next month, but we all got trials ahead of us. But he that's in us is greater than he that's in the world. In fact, when we were with you, we kept telling you that we would be persecuted. It's going to happen. And it turned out that way, as you well know. For this reason, when I could stand it no longer, I sent to find out your faith. I was afraid that in some way the tempter had tempted you and that our labors might have, might be in vain. So Paul's like, I was afraid that, you know, through the temptations and through the, the tempter, you would be discouraged. But no. But Timothy has just now come to us from you and has brought good news about your faith and love. He told us you always have pleasant memories of us and that you long to see us just as we long to see you. Therefore, brothers and sisters, in all our distress and persecution, we've been, we, have, we were encouraged about your faith, about you because of your faith. For now, we really live. Like we pumped, man. We really stoked. We fired up. Why? Because you're standing firm in the Lord. How can we thank God enough for you in return? How can I thank God enough for you? Honestly, morning prayer friends, podcast family, how can I thank God enough for y'all? Y'all encourage me, man, for real. Um, in return for all that you've, all the joy we have in the presence of our God because of you. Night and day, we pray most earnestly that we may see you again and supply what is lacking in your faith. Now may our God and Father himself and our Lord Jesus clear the way for us to come to you. May the Lord make your love increase and overflow for each other. Yeah, may the Lord make his love overflow, increase in you and overflow to others. And for everyone else, just as ours does for you, may he strengthen your hearts so that you will be blameless and holy in the presence of our God and Father when our Lord Jesus, Jesus comes with his holy ones. See, Paul talking about the same thing Isaiah said, that, that when the day of the Lord comes, be ready. Don't be worship, worshiping created things. When the day of the Lord comes, Paul's saying, I want your hearts to be holy and blameless. Mm. He's praying that your hearts might be strengthened so that you might be holy and blameless. Hey, guys, I'm looking outside my window right now. This is a soda sidebar. And you know what? I think they're going to pump some, uh, some concrete into our pool today. I mean, we don't have a pool, so they're going to make one. I think the concrete's going to be poured today. That's exciting. I digress. I just was watching. So if you're on you know, Facebook Live, you're like, what are you looking at? What are you looking at out the window? What's going on out there? There's some guys coming with some rubber boots and some trucks. And I think they're about to pump some concrete. So anyway, uh, Luke chapter 20. For someone who is like not um, uh, not mechanical and not construction construction-y. <laughs> That stuff is entertaining to me. I was like, wow, that's amazing. All right, Luke chapter 20, 27 through 40. 13 more verses. Let's do it, guys. Luke 20, 27 through 40. Look, I just rattled that off. No problem this time. Um, some of the Sadducees who say that there is no resurrection came to Jesus with a question. Teacher, they said, Moses wrote for us that if a man's brother dies and leaves a wife but no children, the man must marry the widow and raise up offspring for his brother. So they worried about that. Like when someone dies and a brother dies, then the next brother got to take his wife. Now, there were seven brothers. <laughs> there were seven brothers. The first one married a woman and died childless. 
the second one, and then the third one, and then the third married her. And in the same way, the seven, the seven died, leaving no children. Finally, the woman died too. Now then, at the resurrection, whose wife will she be? Since the seven were married to her. So she married, she just kept going through, through the list, all through them. Seven brothers, she married every one of them. They just dropped dropping like flies. Boom, boom, boom. Next I, I always read that. And I'm like, man, somebody need to look and see what she's putting in the in the in the uh, Kool-Aid. Them brothers dropping like flies. That's what I'd be wondering. Like, what's what's happening? I, when you're like number three or four, it's like I ain't marrying her. Mm-mm. If you do, you better get your will nice and tidy because you you going down. <laughs> but their question was, who's going to be in the resurrection? Who's going who's gonna to be married to her in the resurrection? Because the Sadducees didn't believe in the resurrection. Verse 34. Jesus replied, the people of this age marry and are given in marriage, but those who are uh, considering worthy or who are considered worthy of taking part in the age to come and in the resurrection from the dead, Jesus here is affirming the resurrection, will neither marry nor be given in marriage and they no longer die for they are like the angels. Not, they're not angels. Jesus is not saying you're going to become an angel. He's the spiritual beings like like, they, like the angels are spiritual beings, not, not of this world. They are God's children, since they are children of the resurrection. But in the account of the burning bush, even Moses showed that the, that the dead rise. For he calls the Lord the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. He is not the God of the dead, but of the living. For to him all are alive. Some of the teachers of the law responded, Well said, teachers. And no one dared to ask him any more questions. Jesus, Jesus is talking about the end of time, resurrection. See, all of those tied together are the, the coming day of the Lord, to be ready, to be uh, that that the injustice of this world will be taken care of. Don't, don't put our hearts in created things, even created institutions. Worship God, and uh, let's have our hearts uh, fixed on him. All right, guys, you know what it is? Time to pray. Thanks, everybody, for being on today. Uh, I did want to read this little book, and uh, this is a, this is one of the confessional prayers in this book that I've that I've been reading for many years. Um, first 10 years of my ministry, I read it weekly, uh, Minister's Prayer Book, uh, edited by Dober Singh, which is where we're getting our reading plan from. But as we begin our time in prayer, I just want to read the confession because it's powerful, man. So really, it's really a great confession. You know, um, sometimes in, the, in our traditions, we don't we're not so good about confession. Um, but confession is good for the heart, man. It's cleansing. It's renewing. Um, it's a good discipline in our spiritual lives to confess. And so here's a great, uh, see, oh, I don't know how to do that. Well, good. Cause this one's written down. You just got to read it and mean it. Here it is. So we'll start our time in prayer real quick with this confession. Forgive my, fin- my sins, O Lord. Forgive me the sins of my present and the sins of my past, the sins of my soul and the sins of my body, the sins which I have done to please myself and the sins which I have done to please others. Forgive me my wanton and idle sins. Forgive me my serious and deliberate sins. Forgive me those sins which I know and those sins which I know not. The sins which I have labored so high, so to hide from others that I have hid them from my very own memory. Whoa, that's powerful. Forgive them, O Lord, forgive them all. Of your great mercy, let me be absolved. And of your bountiful goodness, let me be delivered from the bonds of all that by my frailty I have committed. Grant this, O Heavenly Father, for the sake of Jesus Christ, our blessed Lord and Savior. God, thank you so much for the gift of confession and the gift of a merciful Heavenly Father 
that hears and responds and offers grace. Lord, I thank you for your grace and mercy today, Lord. Forgive us for times when we have worshiped created things and uh, instead of the creator. So today, Lord, we go to work. We go to work to be ambassadors of yours. We go to work to be co-laborers for the kingdom today, whether it's in the home or in the workplace, whether it's at a school or a job site, uh, wherever we go today, Lord, we go to work to spread the good news of your son, Jesus. Lord, may you bless my friends and encourage them, give them strength and nourishment today. May they know of your goodness and grace in, uh, in surprising and subtle ways. We love you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, you guys, thanks so much for being a part today. Hope you guys have a great day. Tomorrow will be podcast only. So I got a morning prayer, mayor's prayer breakfast in Safety Harbor. So I will not be on Facebook Live tomorrow morning, just on the podcast. So uh, if you want to stay with the reading plans and catch us on the podcast, Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast, it's on all the podcast outlets. Um, if you want to communicate with me about the podcast, please do. I'd love to hear from you. Um, the email address for the podcast is Bible Study Podcast 2020 at gmail.com. Bible Study Podcast 2020 at gmail.com. All right, you guys have a great day. We'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us today on Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's show. If this episode has been an encouragement to you, please help us by spreading the word about the podcast. You can do that by giving us a thumbs up, subscribing, and sharing it with your friends. You can also find me, Pastor Terry, as well as Bayside Church in Safety Harbor, Florida, on all social media platforms. The church you will find at Bayside Church SH. Again, thank you for being with us today and for sharing this podcast with your friends. Until next time, remember, God's word is true. Everything else is merely commentary. God bless you. We'll see you next time.